Hi everyone, Saint Man here. This video is brought to you by a donation from Randy the Dakota Midtown, and here's what he has to say. Lately, Google has been censoring a lot of true crime channels. Age-restricted prompts pop up, and in some cases, conspiracy warning tags. In others, unclosable ads for the suicide prevention hotline. An obvious guilt-shaming tactic, if you watch this channel, you must be suicidally depressed. I've seen ads coming out and attacking the genre with various accusations like it causes depression. It's driving people to suicide. It's making murders more CSI smart and harder to catch. And it's turning normal people into murderers. The genre's been around for decades, but it used to be a lot more centralized around shows like America's Most Wanted and Unsolved Mysteries. The mainstream media had more centralized control. In one infamous example involving the famous Boys on the Tracks murder, Unsolved Mysteries unknowingly interviewed one of the main conspirators of the murder and presented him as the hero. Thousands of tipsters call into the hotline, and the irony is, the centralized nature of the show allowed the corrupt DA to suppress evidence for years. Now that case is pretty much cracked, but the state won't acknowledge it. Recently, the body of the famous Somerton man was identified through DNA, and his identity seems to have given a lot more credence to the espionage theories of his death, before things like YouTube and Reddit did not exist. But now internet sleuths are pulling brain power together and developing critical thinking skills, including investigation work and fact-checking. These are skills causing true crimers to doubt the narrative, inadvertently exposing government corruption and state-sanctioned murders. And in cases like Jody Arias, the female LAPD detective Stephanie Lazarus teach about the darker side of female nature. Additionally, long-closed unsolved cases are being reopened, and I notice a lot of predominant red pillars are true crime buffs as well. You and Terrence Pop are definitely into Missing 411, and Barbar's last series of videos are all about serial killers. Based on some of the streams in the past, TFM definitely checks the list. I wouldn't really call Blackpill the Manosphere content creator, but he is red pill aligned and definitely checks the box. Stefan Molyneux has also covered true crime in his podcasts, and so is Tim Poole. In my case, I was always a true crime buff, but slowly as the woke message invaded every other facet of entertainment, my consumption of true crime continued to grow, until it became the majority of content consumption. But perhaps the most concerning for the government is the new verb that's been created very recently called Epsteining. In a world where every single autoerotic asphyxiation is going to look like Epsteining, it makes people question the narrative on other things the government pushes like vaccine mandates. Once you take the leap that the government covertly murders its citizens and disguises them as suicides, a whole lot of red pilling suddenly becomes a lot easier to swallow. P.S. I forgot to mention Diana Davison has a classic video using true crime to teach her audience about female nature and how to manipulate men. Think Before You Sleep has covered it too, and has an excellent fact-checking video that covers Tiger King. Well, Randy, thanks for the donation as well as the topic. Of course, censorship is now taking aim at true crime channels. The mainstream media can't compete with Mr. Ballin, it seems. Our phones are the new fireside chat or storytelling medium, and may the best storyteller win. So long as YouTube lets them, of course. I'll discuss more in a moment. But let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, the MGTOW Book Collection Part 2. Whether you're getting camel toe in Cambodia, banging babes and burkas in Turkey, or taking Polaroids of ladyboys in Thailand, Luca Vendetti has a series of books to make you live the dream. His new three-booklet series includes How to Live on $500 a Month in Cambodia, Turkey, and Vietnam, in addition to his classic How to Retire on 200 k in Southeast Asia. He also has the MGTOW book. Visit MGTOWbooks.com and use the promo code SANDMAN to get 10% off. 
now available in four formats. PDF, Mobi for Kindle, EPUB, and Text-to-Speech MP3. Sponsor link is down below. Anyways, now back to YouTube attacking and censoring everything Clown World Show. When you make videos restricted to those over 18, it limits the ad revenue for the content creators. This then discourages them from making content like that again. Because after all, no one wants to work for free. I've also seen YouTube censor rooftopping videos with young teens and 20-somethings climbing to the top of skyscrapers with their bare hands. So the censorship is everywhere, especially if something is controversial. When I worked in film and television, they would compete with each other, the channels I mean, by throwing money at a problem, and not necessarily creativity. Now they don't know what to do with YouTubers that are better than them, so shows like America's Most Wanted and Unsolved Mysteries are probably contacting YouTube employees and making deals to censor their competition. YouTubers are competition for them and other mainstream shows that I remember like Jesse the Bonnie Ventura's Conspiracy Theory. YouTube wants to push off the so-called amateurs and leave the storytelling to the professionals. The lamestream media is dying, but it's also the mouthpiece for government muppets, so they'll censor big tech as long as possible. Rumble is also now a publicly traded company and people are telling me to go over there. But I won't, because eventually they too are going to have to deal with advertisers and are beholden to shareholders. Thus, they'll have to censor their content too. But I've pretty much lost hope for all tech platforms because the majority of people just Netflix and chill. Or they watch YouTube. They don't venture too far out of normie land. If true crime channels have warning, then 60-70% to 70 of the population will take them seriously. They don't use torrents, and they don't mind paying for content that indoctrinates them. They're unwitting slaves paying a monthly subscription to be trained how to think in the slave mindset. Most people believe that YouTube will destroy itself by pushing censorship too far. They won't censor everything, but alternative platforms will exist to host unsavory content for their advertisers and their political agenda. I can't believe they're now going after true crime content. But I can understand YouTube's desire to remain advertiser-friendly because of disturbing images and content. They make their money that way. Doesn't anyone remember the adpocalypse from 2017? The sad thing is they're now going to throw a lot of people under the bus, so they won't share anything true crime for the fear of demonetization. Imagine that family that helped crack the Gabby Petito case last year. Imagine if they didn't share their video because it might have been demonetized, age-restricted, or even possibly given them a strike. Then the law enforcement agencies might not actually have seen it, and they never would have found her, or maybe not as quickly. YouTube age-restricts my videos all the time, and demonetizes all of them. Randy, what you said about people developing critical thinking skills and becoming fact-checkers is probably freaking out governments and corporations to some extent. Because for the longest time, they were actually the gatekeepers of truth. If you live in an honest state with little to no corruption, the government would be rejoicing that amateur true crime investigators are able to solve decades-old cases. But they aren't, because they're afraid their own corruption will come out as people get into the habit of investigating things on their own. As for why you're probably consuming true crime stuff in the first place, is because it's hard to spin a narrative in a story that's all about facts. It's hard to get woke with facts. Although the recent film Woman King has tried to do just that. I don't blame you for looking for pure escapism. I'm watching more nostalgia and Lego channels instead of politics these days because I'm tired of the culture war. It's absolutely exhausting. I think that's what might finally do in the wokesters. Them getting bored of their own rhetoric and people getting bored of listening to them. They just want some old-fashioned escapism, but apparently the type you choose with true crimes makes you think too critically as well. The elites really want us to stay away from things that tickle our brain tissue too much. I sometimes get the feeling that I'm in a real-life version of the film Harrison Bergeron, 
with Sean Astin, and we're all being dumbed down so they were all equal to some extent. What do you think the education system is all about? It's all about making us as close as possible to being the same. We learn the same math and science and most of us will never apply it in real life. It's not so much the true crime content is dangerous with regards to self-deletion and for advertisers. So much as is dangerous because we learn to think critically if we try and solve a cold case. Our brain gets in the habit of analyzing information and once we do that long enough, we apply those skills to other parts of our life like relationships and other people, as well as money, time management, and our lives improve because our minds are increasingly sharper. If we do think critically, governments and corporations need to profit from it. With Unsolved Mysteries, people would call in with tips and give the show free content. Notice that John Walsh and Dog the Bounty Hunter, mainstream guys, both got involved in the Gabby Petito case as well. They were hailed as experts and were competing with YouTubers for relevance. In the end, we are the sheep to the system and we need to be herded around. The internet has made that extremely difficult, so I think the first step was to create central social media like Facebook, as well as YouTube to get us all away from individual websites and to consume our content in one place. Then when we were hooked in, in 2017 up until now, they've been curating the content on their platforms, even though it's against Section 230. It doesn't matter. They violate the law and your government backs them up because it also protects those in power. Millions of people in America watch true crime YouTube channels. This represents at least 1-2 to two percentage points of the population that are learning to think critically. Let's say another 1% consumes red pill or black pill content. Let's say another couple million watch Tim Pool. Soon you have at least 5-10% to 10 of the guys out there that are young and in their teens and early 20s consuming content that makes them think. Soon they realize society doesn't have their best intentions at heart. And they do as little as possible. Not to mention that the guys that are smart enough to realize all that and check out are usually guys that are the smartest and the most necessary to running civilization. If those guys become selfish, then everybody suffers. That's why I think our civilization is stagnant when it comes to art, films, music, and so much more. The smart men have said why bother when it's all rotten to its core. Also, what guy is going to make intelligent content for a platform like YouTube? When he's going to get demonetized and censored like me for doing so? If corralling us on central platforms and censoring the content to keep the internet from making us change too much doesn't work, then I fear the next step will be to do something like an internet license for content creators where the government decides if you're allowed to speak online or not, because they decide if you're going to be a danger or not. Paranormal and alien UFO channels have heavily been censored in the last few years as well, including the Secure Team channel that had some of the best UFO footage out there, delivered to you every few days to a week. But enough of my ramblings. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Randy the Dakota MGTOW for the donation and topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that the elites want you to stop thinking, and if you don't, then they'll smash all the online content and censor it so you can't think. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized. And if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for 45 US dollars. And I will rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps YouTube from censoring all the content that you like to watch on their platform away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.